kind of wanted to know, you know, obviously this is a music-based um, podcast. You are, you know, a colleague, a fellow journalist, um, and uh, you have, uh, uh, you, you, you do um, contribute to ad hoc at times, and, and you have written about music many times, and I kind of want to know um, just what's, what's got your uh, earbuds, what's, what's, what's take, you know, got your earbuds these days? Yeah. Um, Sorry. Um, a lot of different stuff. Um, but I guess uh, an album that I've been listening to a lot over the past uh, week or so since it came out um, is uh, House of Sugar by Sandy Alex G, or Sugar House, I guess is the name of the album. Um, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've actually heard that album a few times since it's come out. And um, I'm going to be honest, I was actually very surprised um, how much I enjoyed this album. Have you listened to uh, Alex G before I this have. one? I have. I've heard him his music before, but I never thought it would be like this, like, fun, I guess, is a weird way to say it. It just, it's a very energetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very experimental. It really, it, I'm, I was, or I am uh, a big Animal Collective fan, and I got some vibes uh, with like all the experimenting that he's doing on it, um, for sure. And he's also on Domino, which is their record oh, label. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Animal Collective um, as well. Um, so, so like, do you, did you listen to their solo stuff as well, like all their individual stuff? Because um, I know. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm. I love Panda Bear. Um. I haven't really listened to his more recent efforts. Uh. I guess. Uh, per- nothing really lived up to person pitch for me. I liked uh, Panda Bear meets the Grim Reaper too. Um. And. Uh, yes, I like AV's stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I actually I interviewed him uh, for Ad Hoc, and saw him oh, perform wow. at Market Hotel uh, in April, and it was such a good show. Oh wow, that's so cool! No, that's great. Yeah. So you've interviewed a lot of um, artists as well. Um, you know, I, I have a few that I've actually leaked out and, and put out as a, a few bonus episodes. So if anybody's listening, check out those bonus episodes. But um, uh, yeah, I kind of want to know, because you've, you've interviewed so many people, who, uh, who, who, if you have any like crazy stories or, or, uh, or who, who might have been like the most interesting or in your opinion, um, <laughs> or, or your favorites. I guess a crazy story, it's not that crazy, but um, I interviewed Run the Jewels uh, twice uh, in 2017, or yeah, yeah, 2017. Um, It was like after Run the Jewels 3 came out, and so both of those were pretty special. Um, The first one was at this brewery in... Uh, like the Williamsburg Bushwick area um, interborough and they had like a beer release that day so uh, 
they were like having like a party that night and they set aside some time to talk to me like in the back area like where all the beer was being brewed um so that was cool like it was kind of weird um weird setting for an interview but it was fun to talk to them and they always give you know funny insightful answers to questions um and then they also played at the meadows festival uh that year um like several months later so um it was interesting uh to talk to them there and killer mike actually i i talked to them like in their trailer and uh it smelled like weed like a lot in there and i just made a comment like that it smelled good and killer mike gave me a like pre-rolled joint oh wow that's pretty yeah funny. that's pretty cool um uh i mean anybody out there listening don't do drugs but at the same time if if you're gonna get if you're gonna get handed a pre-rolled joint from an artist it's gonna be fire i'm sure of it um <laughs> <laughs> um you know it's like it's like if, if snoop hands you a joint you're not gonna say no yeah yeah i think like i was like oh maybe i had not really an ethical concern but it, it was just uh i figured it was fine so yeah definitely i i can't imagine that being a, 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 a reason of ethics or anything like that especially considering you know not everybody's so cool with it anyway so yeah uh, <laughs> um but no, I, I, uh, you know, I mean, everything's great in, in, uh, in, you know, small amounts, everything in moderation. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so kind of wanted to know a little bit more, um, about like, just like your musical taste, like what was the in your opinion, what was the last album you remember listening to from beginning to end? Oh, well, I'm a big uh, proponent of listening to albums all the way through. Um, oh, no, I, I, like I, I believe me, I, I'm totally about that as well. Um, <laughs> I, I do not like this. Let's go into that, actually. You know, let's 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 side sidetrack the conversation for a second. Um, mm -hmm. I kind of want to know now, um, you know, because I, I feel this absolutely the same way. Do you, um, would you say that like albums should be treated as albums and like not just picked and skipped around? And um, I think so. Um, I mean, I feel like that's the way the artist intended for it to be listened to. Um, obviously, if they're take they're taking the time to figure out what songs make it on there in the first place, uh, the like, you know, how it's ordered. Uh, a lot of the time there is like a general concept to an album that like gets lost if you're just listening to it in pieces. But then again, if there's songs that you like on an album and you don't have the time, uh, obviously it's fine to <laughs> click around and just, or like if you really just want to listen to that one song, like go for it. But I think I always like to, if something I'm interested in is coming out, I'll listen to it, try to listen to it all the way through first before 
like yeah. give it at least one honest listen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, like one, you know, I, 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 as an audiophile myself, I agree. Um, you know, I think, think you should listen to the music the way the artist intended it to be put out there into the world. And sometimes the full album thing gets lost on people, especially with all the the streaming and stuff. I oh, get yeah, it. Spotify, these curated playlists. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not, definitely the way that I listen to things is not, uh, I guess, as common among, I mean, I guess just general listeners, but I think I am like slightly more invested in it than an, the yeah. average person. You know, I mean, you're you're also, uh, you know, you've written about music. I I assume just based on the fact that you know, as as a music lover myself, I I assume you know um, that that's a, a pretty common thing. But I I don't know. Um, but yeah, so so in terms of that, I guess I should ask you, what is the last album you listened to? If if it's also oh yes, yeah. okay. So I Sorry. mean, the last album I listened to. It was earlier today. I listened to uh, Keep It Like a Secret by Built to Spill because I'm seeing them play it live in full tomorrow. Oh, wow. First first of all, I love that album. Um, <laughs> it's such a great album. Um, yeah, Built to Spill. I, You know, it's funny. It popped up on my phone um, because, you know, Facebook is always watching me or whatever it is that it does and um it said yesterday and today built the spill at webster hall and then i know it's at the music hall of williamsburg too i think or something um i mean i i enjoy them i think they are how how long have they been playing now 40 years 40 um i think they yeah no, I don't think 40 years. I think they formed in like the early 90s. Okay, so. 30 years, 30, 30 years. Yeah, 30 years. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, let me do the That math. album came out, I believe, in 99, maybe? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, 30 years. So yeah, it's the 20th yeah. anniversary um, this year, I suppose, is why they're doing it, so... Okay, not, not 40 years, sorry, my mistake, but 30 years. I... <laughs> I lose track of time sometimes, you know. Um, I I forget that the you know the, the Pixies were so long ago too. Um, you know, I forget all these indie bands. Oh yeah. Been like around for there's so many of them too, and some sometimes they drop a new album and you just like, where did they come from? Left field, like holy crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, L7 came out with an album this year, and that yeah, and I'm really bummed that I. <laughs> I missed their, like, when they were playing live, but I really would like to catch them live someday. Um, I actually listened to, like, their old stuff for the first time this year. Um, I just hadn't previously been tuned into it. Um, And I saw that movie, Her Smell. Um, I don't know if you heard of that movie. uh, No, actually, I... Yeah, no. So, so what? What's the movie about? Oh, it's about a band. It's like a, about a trio of women who are in a band, and uh, 
it's like kind of focuses on the antics of like the lead singer who's played by Elizabeth Moss. Um, she's kind of like a Courtney Love character, but um, I went it to to see it at IFC Center uh, when it came to the city, and I saw like a Q and A with the director and the uh, main actresses and. Uh, the director had said that he was like influenced by or like he was a big fan of L7 and a lot of um, female rock groups and that's why he wanted to pay tribute to them uh, through the movie Uh, and I had uh, actually um, just interviewed Vivian Girls uh, for Ad Hoc and he directed their first video uh, or, or not their first video but well, uh, the second video that came out um, ahead of the album being released, which came out last Friday. Um, and he named a character in the movie after Cassie uh, from Vivian Girl. So we talked about the movie during the interview, too. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I actually like that record, too. That's something I've been listening to. Um, and I hope to catch them live as well. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so you have a very eclectic taste, I want to say. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, no, I, I appreciate that because honestly, there's not many people who can go from talking about Run the Jewels to, you know, talking about Vivian Girl and stuff like that and, and L7. And, you know, I really appreciate, um, you know, I really appreciate your time and everything. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of wanted to uh, get into um, concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Who would you say? Because you do watch. I, I know you've seen a lot of live music. Um, who would you say was like one of the best blow your mind artists that you've seen live on stage? Well, I will have to say I just saw a show that blew my mind, blew my mind. Um, on Saturday. I saw Stereo Lab um, at Brooklyn Steel, and that was like definitely the best show I've seen in, in a long time. Um, and they hadn't been in New York for like 11 years, so that was my first time seeing them. Um, and they just had like they were just incredibly tight, just like very professional and like they're French so they're just like cool as hell um and like <laughs> uh Leticia Fadier uh she introduced like every song um which is just like something that like I'm not used to really going to shows um and they just were it was so groovy and uh I was just dancing the whole time um it was just it was a it was a great experience from beginning to end and they did a long extended encore and it was it was really cool. Well, that's awesome. Um <laughs> I I no, I love um I love concerts, I love seeing live music. Um everybody go out and support local bands, local artists. Um so yeah, um I guess who, who do you think, um, because you do stay in touch with, like, the local music scene, I kind of want to know who, maybe if, you, if you've if you seen any um, Brooklyn-based bands 
that have like taken you by surprise or, or, or New York based bands, I should say. Yeah. Cause, Cause we're both in New York, I guess, or where are you based um, out of? I'm sorry. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm making, so... I'm making assumptions. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess one of my favorites, um, that are they regularly play the like DIY scene around here is uh Washer. They're like a punk duo. Um have you heard of them before? No, no, no. Um, I, I, I love hearing about like new local artists. That's that's definitely something like I'm gonna I'm writing it down right now so I can look it up later. Oh yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Washer are great. They're just uh they have like I think they put out a new album actually and I haven't listened to it yet, which I it, that's another thing, just like keeping on top of all the music that comes out is <laughs> it's dizzying sometimes. Um but yeah, so they're really good. They um it's just like a drummer and a guitarist. Um and they he I got like I get like a Steve Malcolmus vibe. Um like a pavement vibe from them with like their lyrics um but yeah they're they're really good um they put on a good show um i liked i I listened to a lot of these small bands um on the record label exploding in sound uh i'm not sure if you're familiar no um no not really um you know there's so you know that's another thing too independent labels have have really taken over yes that's for sure um but yeah a lot of them have a lot of the bands on this uh, this label have uh a similar like vibe to them but uh like they're all pretty punk oriented um uh i guess actually somebody who used to be on the label that came up to be bigger and left is uh speedy ortiz Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're really they're they're uh they're a lot of fun too. Yeah, and yeah. actually, their former guitarist, um, his name is Devin. He has his own project that's on the label called Monica. Uh, that's another uh local Brooklyn act that I like. Um. Yeah. Monica, like Monica from Friends? I'm just kidding. It's That's... actually spelled M-A-N-E-K-A. M- okay. Uh, wait, I'll, yeah, I'll he bite. Says that it's pronounced, he says it's pronounced Monica. I'll bite. How is it spelled? <laughs> M-A-N-E-K-A. M-A-N-E-K-A. Maneki. <laughs> Maneka. Yeah. I mean, Ma- I thought it would be Maneka, but yeah. Okay, that's funny. Mm-hmm. It's Monica, like Monica from pronounced Monica, like Monica. It's, from yeah, Friends. it's pronounced like Monica from Friends, but <laughs> it's not. I, I only say, I only say that because um, Ross from Friends is a, is something I've been only recently getting into, and I've heard a lot oh, of yeah. people. I've heard a lot of people throw that around in the past year or so, and um, 
you know, I, it only just occurred to me after hearing their um, studio album that like they have like kind of an alt, you know, like electronic kind of beat vibe to them too. Oh like, yeah, have, mm-hmm. yeah. I I really yeah, I really dig that a lot. Friends uh, at Good Room. I moved to Greenpoint um, earlier this year, and now I'm close to uh, this club good room they get a lot of electronic producers come through there and ross from friends was there uh and that was that was it was good it was a good dj night yeah i'm no i'm sure that would have been interesting to see um uh some other uh in terms of local bands i've been listening to because you know that actually is something I, i have been staying keen on um one band that I heard of and I saw last year was called Teen Body. Um, they actually came out with an album this year. I'm definitely going to recommend um, cool. listeners go out and check them out. Um, if you like indie shoegaze kind of music like that, um, that's that's definitely my speed. Sometimes I, I'm not always, you know, I do like hip hop, but like I don't always have to like, be in your face. I like to mellow out sometimes and just sit in the corner mm-hmm. and veg. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, food gaze is great. I mean, yeah, there's a time and a place for all, you know, all the genres. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I just wanted. To... Uh, you know, people are talking about their already talking about the end of the decade lists like how do you have a do you have picks for best album of the decade oh boy uh i don't think i can go that far back this decade kind (laughs) of sucked the 2010s in my opinion kind of there was a lot of there was a lot of garbage that came out too in this time period there's a lot of good stuff too and through it all but I feel like so much of it got muddied. Um, Mm -hmm. Frank Ocean has to be somewhere on there. Um, Kendrick Lamar has to be somewhere on there. Oh, of course. I agree. Uh, (laughs) uh, J. Cole probably deserves a mention on there um, for at least one of two albums. Um, Whichever one they choose, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, damn, uh, you know that's a really hard question. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, I, I'm not able to. I may pick Father John Misty in terms of an indie rocker. Um, that's somebody who I haven't really given a lot of time listening to him. Um, oh, he he's very, in my opinion, he's overlooked because of the fact that he's like so overly ironic. It's like kind of a parody of himself sometimes. Right. Yeah. Here he can be a troll. He's um, very meta. He's overly meta sometimes. And it's like it it's even in his music. And it's just like, but at the same time, he's he's. In my opinion, he's very lyrical, he's very um, poetic, and I think he's very ironic. 
he likes to he likes to like stress the irony and stuff and that reminds me of like a ben folds type character just the, the way he writes that's cool yeah i like ben folds so maybe i'll give a he, he's also it's just it's intimidating when an artist has like so many like he has quite a bit of music oh yeah already. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and the fleet foxes, you know, then you have to go through all that stuff. Don't Oh, yeah, I love yeah, fleet yeah. foxes. Oh, so there you go. So maybe the rabbit hole's not too far down, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I knew he I knew he had been part of them and then broke off. Uh, but yeah, they I've got that ground covered at least. So <laughs> You know, recently I found out that Post Malone is a fan of fleet foxes. I, for some weird reason, that does not surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he's like, he's like in touch with his emotions and <laughs> seems like he could be a, a bit of a sap too. Oh, for sure. I mean, he definitely looks like it. I don't, I, I don't know the guy. I can't speak to him, but, you know, but he definitely looks like the kind of guy who's like very, uh, very you know he comes from a point of like genuine like i like i actually like post malone a little bit um because he does seem like he's very like emotional and like he comes and taps into that like i i at least you know he i feel like he comes with something organic in the sense that like he doesn't put like tap into like i'm gonna try and be harder than everyone else he's just like i'm gonna be melodic and i'm gonna let myself be I can appreciate that. Yeah, I still he's definitely doing something right. Um, yeah, huge. yeah. No, nah, I'm not a huge Post Malone fan, to be honest. Uh, I'm not really big on him, but I I respect the guy. I have a lot of respect, and he seems very like he seems like a cool dude. Yeah, it was actually pretty sad though. I went to it was the last festival that I covered for the Daily News before I got laid off uh governor's ball that year uh post malone was playing on a smaller stage at the same time as the yeah yeah yeahs were on the main stage and like you could i could tell that like so many of the young people that that festival is targeting uh were watching post malone instead and it it made me pretty sad I mean, I I I happen to love Karen O also, so um, I'd be torn. That those are one of those. I love festivals, but I hate how they always make you feel split about things because they can never seem to just let a festival lineup be on two stages, you know, like right next to each other, and just right. switch the, switch the artist every time. You know what I mean? Like, because it's never yeah, like it's- that. It's <laughs> yeah, there's not enough uh, enough time to do that. Uh, yeah, picking picking conflicting set times are one of the most frustrating things about that. Oh, for sure, oh for sure, for sure. And uh, I've I can I can say that having been to a few festivals myself, I know what it's like to feel like, oh my God, this person's on this stage, but this person's on this stage at the same time right now. Oh, I want to see them, but I gotta see them. 
uh, you know, like, and then you wind up and then you wind up just going with your friends and, and it's always a good time anyway, no matter who, who you go see. So that's always a, a fun part of a festival. Um, yeah. yeah and I, also like being exposed to things that like, it's good to plan out your day and check things out that you want to see that if there's a, a new act that you haven't seen before, uh, it's always a great opportunity. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's always, it, that is usually a great way to, to see new acts for sure. Um, yeah, actually, you know, uh, one of the acts that I once saw way, way, way long time ago, uh, Portugal, the man definitely took mm -hmm. me by surprise. And then, um, you know, come to find last year, they, they made an album and I was just blown away by it. It was very, you know, it was really good. Um, and obviously they have they have a bright future now uh, ahead of them. Hopefully more albums to come. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to talk to you because I know you're up up on, on this stuff a little bit, at least a little bit up on this stuff um, as, as a fellow music journalist. Um, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were right. You don't. You do not want to talk about this. No, we can talk. <laughs> um, um, I mean, I wasn't really paying that close attention. Oh, so he's delaying the album. Like that's the latest news. But he's yeah. going back and changing the lyrics. Well, that that seems to be the latest news in terms of the album. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, I don't know if you saw any of the video from yesterday or. I, I understand he was right. I live in, um, you know, Long Island, lower, lower Long Island. And, uh, you know, um, Jamaica, Queens is not too far from here. Um, it's just, it's funny to me that, you know, he was right around the corner and, um, and, you know, and, and it does, um, it, it's surprising, you know, he was, he was right here, like, you know, two nights ago, and then he moved, and then I think they, he went to another church in Washington Heights. Oh, um, so he's going around to churches in New York. I, I mean, that seems to be the thing right now that he's doing, but um, he's, he performed some of the music last night at, yeah, at some of the churches. Oh, damn. New York. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's crazy. I was, uh, yeah, I, I try to not be plugged in like all the time when I'm like on the weekends and stuff. And I, I was, uh, binge watching that show Succession, uh, yesterday. So oh, was, like, wow. Not. Yeah. I heard that was really good. I'm going to have to check that out. I've yeah. Been it's hearing very good. good things. I've been hearing good things. I've, um, I've also been watching the uh, gemstones um, just to go down. Oh yeah, road. that's that's next on my list of shows to check out because I've also been hearing great things. But oh, okay, so but back funny. to Kanye. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he's. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like that he's embracing this like religious stuff. Um, really, like it's just not appealing to me. Um, and I mean, he's he's I, always had some sort of, you know what I mean? Like, remember, uh, I'm not going to say Jesus walks, but remember uh, the the Rolling Stone shoot that he did with the crown of thorns on his head. 
Now yeah, like, but I guess yeah. like before it was like he was equating himself with like some kind of savior type. But now it's like like yeah, how do you go from like he named his album Jesus and like that's the biggest like, you know, uh <laughs> I'm like Jesus statement you could probably make and then now he's saying Jesus is king, so it's his you know, ever since he went, he wore a Make America Great Again hat, I've been pretty upset with, like, what he's doing. Um, oh, for sure. I, and, I totally like, hear you on that. And his music, uh, like, I did not like Yay. Um, that was, like, just not, that record really didn't do anything for me. And the best things that came out of, I think, his output last year was uh the Pusha T album and um I liked kids I liked some of the songs on Kids Sea Ghost. But yeah, I'm just I feel like I'm not I don't have a lot of expectations for this album. <laughs> yeah, no, I I um I totally feel you. Um my take on Kanye is uh I respect the dude in terms of an artist, but like, please, like, I don't know if he's trying to make a statement or, or of how like churches are exploitative or something, or, you know, ex- or have like exploited people in the past, but like, I'm trying to figure out like why Kanye would charge $50 for a pair of socks at a festival or like, you know what I mean? Like this, these are things that like blow my mind. Like, I understand it's a capitalist system or whatever. Maybe that's why he loves Trump so much is because he's a capitalist at heart. Because, like, how do you go around saying Jesus is king, but then sell that on a T-shirt for $50? It's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's crazy to me. It's true. But, I mean, how different is that from what churches are doing? Like, That's, that's also crazy. Them. But that's also crazy to me, too. Some of these churches... Yeah. Yeah, with the the mega churches and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not saying that that, um, you know, religion is a bad thing. I think it's great. I think, um, you know, certain people being in tune with certain aspects of life or whatever, you know, sometimes it can it can bring new awakenings or stuff like that. You know, Um, you know, Bob Dylan, it took him a long time before he had like, you know, um, resurged with like, you know, a few new like or, or, or or better albums or whatever you want to call them. Um, but I, I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, it, it makes me think like, you know, it's, it's an evolution. It's something different. I don't know what to expect necessarily with Kanye though. I'm kind of afraid. Kind of, of what yeah. he's capable of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, only time will tell. And I don't know. It seems like I don't know if they know when this album is coming out, but maybe this year. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime this year, of course. Yeah. So, so Amy, um, I just wanted to thank you so much. Um, I don't really have any more questions. Okay. Yeah. Thank uh, you for. Thanks for having me. Uh, no. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. 
Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.